This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and thanks for joining me. It's Tuesday the 25th of May and here's the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List. In Belarus, the travel repercussions of Sunday's forced landing of a Ryanair jet continue. Diversions happen in normal times quite a lot. Why and what are the consequences? And in Monday night's travel debate in Parliament, did we get any clues about the green, amber and red traffic lights? Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. You can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. On Sunday morning, a Ryanair flight took off normally from Athens, heading for the Lithuanian capital, Vilnius. Shortly before it was due to land, it was diverted by air traffic controllers in Belarus, which said there was a bomb on board and therefore it must land at Minsk. This went completely against normal rules, which is that the pilot, in the event of a security issue, has the best view and what he or she says goes. But no, the Belarus authorities said it was essential to land at Minsk, the capital of Belarus, whereupon a dissident journalist was taken from the plane. The entire world community is angry about this and, unsurprisingly, airspace has been blocked for UK and European airlines and Belavia, the very good Belarus national airline, has been banned from the UK and uh, I think gradually everywhere else. Now, avoiding Belarus is quite tricky for a lot of routes Although no UK airlines fly to Minsk itself, the country is pretty much en route to Bangkok, for example. If you draw a straight line around the globe from London to Bangkok, it would effectively bisect Belarus. And so therefore, it's a popular way to go, not least because, of course, all the problems further south in Ukraine mean that that airspace is closed. And we've already seen the impact in a British Airways flight 261 from Heathrow to uh, Islamabad in Pakistan. It had taken off when the ban on using airspace came into effect, as a result of which it made a sharp left turn in Poland to go north of Belarus, but that meant that it arrived at the Russian border where it wasn't expected to be. And the Russians are quite fastidious about these things. So um, it flew around in circles while the paperwork was sorted out and the negotiations were made. And then because it had done that, um, the plane had to land in Moscow to take on new fuel because it had burnt so much steering around Belarus and going round in circles while they were trying to get permission. 
And those sorts of episodes, I think, will become more frequent. I don't expect that this is going to be in force for too long because ultimately uh, I don't believe that the authorities would try anything like that again. And this, uh, like the ban on Belavia, is really just a kind of response which the international community has to make to make it clear that what the Belarus people did was completely unacceptable. So it will be reversed. But meanwhile, more expense, longer journeys, worse for the planet, etc. We obviously just have to uh, get used to it. And in the context of diversions, these things happen all the time. There's various reasons. Um, For example, I mean, I guess the BA flight was diverted just because it ran out of fuel. Um, It used to happen quite a lot um, on planes coming in from Singapore. They would uh, often have to refuel in places like Stockholm. Um, They'd come across Russia and uh, they'd be nearing the UK and they just didn't have enough fuel to get all the way there and remain within limits. And uh, therefore they would they would put down, take on more fuel and off they would go. And then you have medical emergencies, which are generally, I would say, the biggest cause of sudden diversions to perhaps unsuitable places. And that If you've got a a passenger who urgently needs medical treatment, then pilots will divert first and ask questions later, exactly as you would wish. And we've seen all kinds of examples of that. So 2018, there was an Air France flight, a straightforward one from uh, Paris to Shanghai, um, took off. It was flying over. um, uh, In fact, I think it reached Mongolia, all on course to get to Shanghai three hours later. Um, but uh, there was a, a, a worry in this case actually about a fire on board and if there's fire as with a medical emergency then you just put the plane down as soon as you can and the nearest major airport was um, half an hour away Irkutsk in Siberia a very beautiful city um, but of course nobody on the plane had uh, Russian visas and that almost everybody was ineligible to get in. So they basically put people up in hotels with guards on to make sure they didn't go anywhere. Uh, The plane was checked out and they eventually a replacement plane was um, uh, was sent out to take them onwards. Um, That wasn't quite as dramatic as a British Airways event, which was uh, in 2006. Uh, And so what happened was that the aircraft actually was flying um, from Singapore to the UK and it uh, it effectively landed on, um, uh, it was coming from Sydney, Uh, it had landed and taken off again and they diverted to Kazakhstan. That was because there was a, a, uh, again, a fire on board. This was 2006. And forgive me, I think it had actually come in via Bangkok, not Singapore. Anyway, warning of a fire. You put the plane down as soon as you can. This was in the, in this case, it was Uralsk, where you don't really see many Boeing 747s. And in the end, BA had to send three little Airbus A320s, narrow body planes, because there wasn't, the, the, the fully loaded plane couldn't take off there eventually without any passengers on board of course it was allowed to go but uh, another tricky 
time. And these things are just part of normal international aviation and there's no need to worry too much about it. And of course, you know, it gives people a story to tell. So everyone uh, happily off that those particular planes and if it happens to you just do not fret i've been diverted twice to wrong countries on ryanair um both trying to get into baden baden on one occasion i ended up in beautiful strasbourg on the other in beautiful basel so there's worse things that could happen and finally on Monday evening, there was a debate in Parliament about travel. This was one of those debates which is basically about MPs really getting steamed up about an issue that's important to them and to their constituents and wanting to uh, uh, let their feelings be known. No legal status to this at all, but uh, th there was a great deal of criticism in the debate on the lack of transparency on traffic lights and how the UK had failed to capitalise on the success of its vaccination programme in, in order to get uh, people to be able to travel once more. And a couple of uh, standouts, uh, Ben Bradshaw, the Labour MP for Exeter and a member of the Transport Select Committee, said the Germans and other Europeans are already on the sunbeds in Spain, Greece and Italy. The British, by and large, are not. And Hugh Merriman, who's the chair of the Transport Select Committee, as well as a Conservative MP for Bexhill and Battle, he said for far too long, we've been told people should not be able to go on holiday. I profoundly disagree. What has become of our country that we seek to demonise those who wish to go on holiday? But the government, and I, every time there's one of these debates, I'm looking for clues about what is going to happen. Um, and unfortunately, from the junior health ministry, all we got was, uh, this is Joe, Joe Churchill, uh, we are taking a cautious approach to opening up international travel, as if you and I did not know that. So relatively little light, but it, at least uh, travel is being discussed so thank you for listening don't forget to subscribe and review if you can also subscribe to my new weekly travel email which is also free packed with money saving tips i hope you can find it at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters and don't forget that all the news is available all the time at independent.co.uk thank you and goodbye 